Hey, y'all. Are you a young adventurer poised to be one of the best explorers out there? Join us today while we talk about Poi the Explorer. That was really good, but the name of the game is Poi Explorers. <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Switchcraft: Battling mm. a Bulky Backlog. I'm mm. Zach. I'm Callie. Still, we played for you a game this week. Perhaps you never thought we'd do it, <laughs> but we did it again for us. For us and, and for, for the people. The the people for collective. the people. <laughs> this week we play. I don't know if many people have heard of it. I've heard of it. You've heard of it now. You own it. We played Poi Explorers Edition. (sighs) Now, I wrote up a little ditty about them. I will read you some information about this game, and we'll dive into it. Mm. Picture this. A universe-spanning adventure platformer where you take to the skies in your airship and visit different worlds to collect a precious collectible. A character with a vast, snappy moveset that can traverse any type of terrain. Themed boss battles at the end of each world. You're probably picturing everyone's favorite Koopa-crushing hero, Mario, and I don't blame you. Mm. But in this instance, on this day, I am talking about Poi Explorers Edition, developed admirably by (laughs) two-person development team Polykid and published by Alliance. Poi Explorers Edition sees you take control of one of two orphan siblings as they are taken in, kidnapped, by a retired (laughs) explorer to go on their very own adventure. This platformer takes heavy inspiration from Super Mario 64 and Sunshine in particular with a moveset feeling strikingly similar to the mustachioed plumber. Mm. You will span a colorful universe, visiting several unique worlds in search of the coveted Explorer medallions. This game's power star, if you will. Are are they confirmed orphans? Yeah, (laughs) they came from an orphanage in the beginning of the game. That was where the heads of the cutscene went. Jump roll and somersault your way to adventure with Poi Explorers Edition. Callie. That's the breakdown of Poi. And uh, I, I don't think I fully registered that these two like teenage explorers or so, maybe middle school. Yeah, they're orphans and they like run I, away from the orphanage I to be explorers. I truly did not register that that was the story. Yeah. This makes everything a little more ridiculous and unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, Poi Explorers Whoa. Edition, you play a. Uh, uh, I think they're. I'm guessing they're siblings, a set they, of orphans, yes. little orphan twins, and uh, one's a male, one's a female presenting. It, basically, the reason there are two of them is so because you can pick which one you want to play. You get as. a choice. Would you like uh, to be the male presenting or the female presenting? Yes. And so they escape their orphanage. Presumably, there's like this little storybook cutscene that plays a few couple different times in the game oh uh, and then you are on the t- then you go to tutorial island and you meet the old man and he's like hey kids i just met why don't you come live on my airship and do my bidding and they're like okay sounds, okay, great. sounds great here's the thing but before you get to the old man who invites you along you get to run around this little forest this little island and you learn the mechanics of the game very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. The, you know, classic tutorial area. The tutorial area in this game is really good. It becomes yeah. much more than just a tutorial area. But oh, we'll it get there. Does. Um, yeah. So it gives you a little playground to, to expand and test your moveset. There's a jump. So it's got it's interesting because it's got the Mario 64 dump, double dump, double jump, triple jump. Dump, double but, jump, but, jump. But you can also... <laughs> I'm just ignoring that. And you can, you can also... 
double jump in the air like you have oh, like it's a like you can like kick off of the air yeah so which is that's not, not a mario thing but that's just a, 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 a lot of the rest thing. of the game is mario-esque you can dive you can wall kick you can side somersault the one move and i don't want to get negative off the bat oh, well you know what we'll get into that i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that go, we're gonna, we, we we're got some gameplay we that. got we got it's a story we're, we're gonna save about that. the story we're gonna save that uh anyways i like i don't know i like i do like this game i will say that off the top Okay, it is a fun game to play. This can is a game. Let's get into it a little bit more here because this is a game. Story. Yeah. So the old man is like, hey, there was a storm on my airship and all of my precious, priceless, timeless explorer medallions that I've collected through my life have blown away to these different worlds. Medallions gone. I'm too old and feeble and weak <laughs> to grab them myself because of the arthritis. <laughs> I'm going to so, send you, child, yeah. into danger to retrieve my medallions. And, I mean, I would say that we agreed to go pretty willingly. Yeah, we, we were had, like, all right, man, sure. We had a couple opportunities to be like, nah, I'm good in dialogue choice to just about like a handful of people. But we were like, yeah, sure, we'll help you. No problem. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And he literally is like, all right, go to my airship. So you do? For, um, no, first you have to get the first medallion. He's like, uh, it's literally 20 feet away from me back. If you just look, I can, you can see it from here. And then, I can't get it, though. Great. And then you get it. And as soon as you get it, yeah. he's like, you have proven yourself. Yeah. You get on this airship. There's a giant compass in the middle of the airship that you use. You spin the airship with it. And that's how you discover and go to different yeah, floating so, worlds. So, the, so if we're comparing this game to Super Mario 64, which I presume we will do frequently throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the hub world is the castle and the castle grounds in Super Mario 64. In this game, the hub world is an airship. Mm. And as (laughs) you're traveling on this airship, like all these other like floating islands and floating ships will just start to assimilate near you. Yeah. And and then you you can, and then you learn how to fly. You can fly. You get like a parachute. Yeah. You have this like brown parachute that you just jump off the ship and And it's so fun to do. It opens because you get to fly. Yeah. But it's funny because like. The island, the floating like airship islands around you appear after you meet somebody in the ma- the bigger worlds, right? Yeah. So you might have a, you might meet the uh, like the archaeologist who helps you collect fossils because yeah. you can collect fossils. Yeah, in and then game. there's the mechanic who t- who wants you to find the gears. Oh, who wants you to find the gears, which is another thing that you can find because you can find like rings, which are basically yeah. like coins. They're yeah. coins. And then you can find the big medallions, but the yeah. coins count, and you can use the coins to buy like other floating islands with puzzles. It's basically all just a big. This game has game. a very interesting relationship with coins. Again, we'll get into that more specifically when we get to the gameplay category because I have something yeah. to say. Uh, Story wise, uh, let's. I guess okay. Let's let's back it up a little bit. I want to talk a little bit more about the creation of this game before we dive into the story of it because this game, okay, as far as I can tell, was made by two people like fresh out of college oh they're fresh ones and they did a so kickstarter campaign stink on them. they did the kickstarter campaign to make this game it failed oh they made the game anyways and released <laughs> they, it on steam said, early access they said we have a good idea and not only did this game get made this game got a physical release on the switch yeah which is how i own it on cartridge on the switch that's a big deal yeah for them to 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 have the game start the way it started, and the fact that they got this product out there, this is a this game has very lofty expectations of itself. It does, and well, it was released at the same time. It was that released three days either. Bef- I think it was before, maybe perhaps after Super Mario Odyssey came out, which is why it which probably is a very similar game to this in a lot of right. ways. And it's also, I think, it, it, def- it definitely overshadowed. 
the release of Poi. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like this game probably never got maybe the legs it wanted to get because it is an ambitious game. Yeah. The amount of worlds you unlock, the amount of like tasks you get sent on. Yeah. It's quite hefty. So mechanically, and I guess this would be a good way to kind of wrap up and write story. So you progress the game by collecting the medallions. The more medallions you collect, the more locations you unlock. Mm-hmm. Very Super Mario 64. You get the stars, you open the door. This time you get the medallions and you go to the planet. Right. And so each planet has a super boss. Yeah. So there's bosses at the end of each world. Uh, you go in, you get one medallion at a time, and then you leave the world. Very Super Mario 64. <laughs> And then there's um, there's challenge levels, and that's mm-hmm. very Super Mario Sunshine. You know, oh. you can you can pay some of your coins that you collect through the game to get you these challenge levels my, where you get bonus medallions. Uh, there's a lot to this game, uh, story wise. Uh, spoiler alert: We're about to spoil Poi Explorers Edition for everybody. Uh, God, I, some people just turned the off end the of the podcast. game sees you finally get to this big shrine. You go through the rigmarole to get it. You have to go back to every planet that you visited, the main four. There's four main planets that you Mm. visit. You have to return to those, get these stones. The stones open the gate. Then there's like a master level. And at the end of this master level, you fight the final boss, which is like a giant stone golem. I'm getting very in the weeds about this right now. I, I think this is a good time. To bring up that when you and I started playing this game, we thought it was going to be a pretty small game, not take too long to beat. We thought it was going to be yeah. cute, and this game ended up being twenty hours later. I'm fight. I'm fighting my thirteenth try at this final boss, and, and it's it, not even it, that it's, hard. It is a much more expansive game yeah. than we thought. To the point even where you were like, we weren't even playing it together. You got to the point where you're like, I'm going to do this on my own with the time that I have, so we can move. On, because you were also getting really yeah. frustrated with parts of the game too. Yeah. <laughs> this game kind of starts to overstate. It gets a little grindy at the end. Well, and it it just almost it feels like it never ends. Yeah, like every time you think you're approaching like a logical conclusion, it's like here's another task for you to do. Yeah, and you have to get yeah. sixty medallions to to get, beat the final boss. Oh. It's like that. I think it should have been fifty. Okay, maybe even forty. Okay. Because and you're speaking 60, just from experience yeah. of having because to get beaten, 60, quote unquote, the game. to get sixty medallions, you know, I had beaten every available challenge level. Yeah. I had done min- the mini game star, the mini game medallions. I was starting to do a lot of the hundred coin ones, which is like that when I'm starting to have to do that just to beat a game. We're not talking completion. This is just to roll credits in the game. That's what I think is the most the the wildest part, right? Yeah, it'd be one it's, thing it's a little grindy. to beat the game versus wanting to complete the game. Yeah. But, okay, so that's kind of the general, like, story, yeah. kind of the gameplay. You beat the final boss. You get the super rare collectible, the Milky Way and Galaxy. What you're working for. Medallion? It's like a it's like a glowing orb. Oh. And you get the orb, and you put it on your ship, and then the game ends. Oh. And you're like, well, how- cool. Okay. And you unlock New Game Plus. There is a New Game Plus mode in this game. Jeez, which really? I thought was interesting. Okay. Which basically means you get to keep all your buffs and then start a new game. Okay. So like you keep all the stuff you unlocked, that's, which I mean, is interesting. That's cool. But again, it goes back to Poi being a much more hefty game than one you expect yeah. or two perhaps you want. That's fair. I mean, get, so let's let's rate the story because a lot of this does come down to gameplay for me. Okay. I'm thinking like three out of five. Yeah. 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 There because is a, there is a story. There is a story. A lot of these platform games won't even make that much effort to tell a story. There were even some one-liners that made me chuckle. <laughs> some of the writing was pretty creative. Also, also 
each world has like a different little creature that populates it and i loved all of them yeah one world was like mr peanut was the mayor another world had these like dinosaurs that were had anxiety and were always like ah yeah. i'm nervous there was the desert world that had little cactuses that walked around the and crystal they called, world with the ghost they called johan yeah and then the ghosts so the creatures in the worlds were really cute and yeah. i loved them um the story itself though i i mean honestly part of me wants to i guess there is a story but maybe even like a two out of five whoa just because let's meet in the middle two and a half okay deal that's fair i just think you know it's creative but that's fair there are other stories that i'm i'm gonna go back to wanting to hear again and again so two and a half on story let's go to gameplay I have a lot of thoughts about this category. I'm going to let you take over because I know you have feelings. Somebody who plays a lot of platform games, I have very set expectations for the way a game like this should feel and control. And in, for the most part, there, it definitely lives up to that. The game, in general, is fun to play. Yes. It's fun to run and jump around and pull yes. off cool tricks and do a super rolling long jump onto a platform yes. you shouldn't be able to reach. Yeah. You, like, you, can, you can feel like a pro of the game. The core gameplay of this game is... Great. It's it, it it handles the way a game like this should. The level design is good enough. Uh, the levels are a lot bigger than you'd think. Like a lot of them, they have a lot of verticality in them. Yeah. There's no fall damage, which is nice. That's true. There it is. There's vertical. a lot of verticality in it this game, which is great. Vertical climb high. Level design. So I never so realized the way how I, high. the way I kind of looked at this game is like it's Mario 64's mechanics, but like Super Mario Sunshine's like level design okay it's got these you know these vertical levels or these you know a lot of deliberate platform placing but it's fun to run around in you and can then you, you play can truly, the game more and you, you can truly see where the creators of this game got their inspiration yeah. they were clearly mario they, yeah. super mario players absolutely which you know, is they, great they probably and they grew up loving it which How is cute. great because I, i'll always take games that are done well in this style they're so few and far between and that, again i'm about to say some th- I'm about to say some things I didn't like about this game, but I just want to take one more opportunity to kind of be like, I'm going easy on them because this game was made by two people and a game of this quality and the platforming genre of this scale is rare. Hmm. Like it, it's not something you find often. Like hmm. that's why when new, these new, when new Mario games come out, it's like a big deal because these big three platformers, they don't happen often. And the fact that two people right out of college, presumably or soon out of college were able to make this game and release it on their own. Yeah, it's very impressive. This game that we mentioned earlier, it's very ambitious. It's very charming. It is super, Um, super. And we'll get into that more with the art design when we get down there. But um, if we're talking about gameplay, again, three quarters of the time, it's exactly what you want. But there's a few nitpicks that I have that ended up being a little more than just nitpicks. The first thing that really bugs me about this game, well, I'll go. I'll I'll go with this one first. The I wish it didn't. This is more. This is a definitely a nitpick. I wish it didn't kick you out of the world after you got a medallion. Yeah. Because it like, and the loading times on the Switch version of this game are pretty long. Like you're that you're looking at loading screens for a lot of the time you're playing yeah. this game. Because every it's like Mario sixty four. But to their defense, the world changes. Yes. Quite a bit depending yes. on what medallion you're going after. That's that's probably like exactly why they do. So that's it. probably yeah. why. So that that's there. There's a consolation there. However, the thing that really bugged me about this game, <laughs> when you get hit, so you have. You have a like a like a three heart life yeah. essentially. You can take three hits and then you die. Okay. 
that's fine. That's great. That's standard platforming stuff. But you also lose coins whenever you get hit, like yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And that's very, pro- I have a problem. And you, you lose a lot <laughs> yeah. too each time, like seven. So if you're going after coin chasing stars in some of these harder worlds, and these enemies Ooh, yeah. are, are so aggressive. Oh, what, what what's the term you used? Like you can, there's no way you, if you do not hit them exactly yeah, how like the game perfect. wants yeah. you to, they will destroy you. Yeah. You can get, it doesn't matter that you get not even that close to them. They're like, Rah! and they yeah. hurt you. So there's, also, so they the, literally make that noise. <laughs> so the, the general like enemy structure of the game, there's the bucket heads. There's like different versions of them in each like world. Bucket, bucket heads, the best enemy in the game. I love the bucket heads. You can <laughs> kick them from behind and they go flying them. in the air. Some of them take more hits to beat. Bucketheads are great. They're uh, the ones in the western town wear cowboy hats. Oh, Love that. They have a Love bucket that. on their head and a cowboy hat. We'll on. get to that when we get to the oh uh, graphics and art yes. design, of course. Um, but yeah, the fact that you lose, because there's a lot of enemies in this game. Yeah, a ton. You got the bucketheads. You got the mole men. You got the mole men that throw rocks. Oh, you got bats. You got the slime monsters. Oh, the slime monsters are like hot pink. And they go, <laughs> 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 I, I love the sound they make. Uh, they literally, they literally walk around going, blah, blah, blah. yeah, when they see you, well, you got, that's oh for later. But God. see, oh we're as we're sitting here talking about this game, we're laughing about it. We're we're joyfully oh. remembering memories of this game because there's a lot of fun moments. But when you're getting to the end of this game and you're starting to grind and you're trying to collect coins to unlock everything yeah. and you're getting hit by these creatures and it's draining your health and then your coins are flying all over the place oh, and then you get stuck in a loop running in a circle trying to stomp them to get your coin back because oh also it's like- the coins disappear when they hit you in like 2 seconds if you don't get them immediately you're they're gone forever yeah. and then you're stuck with the decision do I get because all the while the enemy is still attacking you they're relentless. Wow. They're still going after you. So you're like, well, do I kill the enemy? Do I run away? Do I get the coins? You do I turn what? off the game God, and play you know all just sounds Super like, Mario Odyssey? This sounds like the corporate America fighting the little man. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's yeah, it what does. all of this is. But it was bothersome. <laughs> and there's there's a few other things about the game. Like sometime, like some of the challenge levels, especially toward the end of the game, like... Are a little there's they're a little like a lot of this game is very easy, but then it'll have yeah. these insane difficulty spikes right. with like a single level that's like impossible. Right, and <laughs> you're like, where did this come from? It's Why so, is this so hard all of a sudden? So true. It's so true. You're right. The, uh, most of the game is easy, and then you're like, Jesus fuck, we've been doing this for an hour. Yeah, you'll get stuck in these oh. rooms, like these like certain platforming, like puzzles. the dark maze. Yeah, the dark maze. Do you remember? Yeah, we got stuck in the, the dark crystals? maze for a while. Yeah, we couldn't figure that one yeah. out. Yeah, so there are definitely some moments. Oh my god! Like as you play the game, it just kind of starts to wear on you. Yes. And some of the level design is just like, oh, I don't want to try this again right and now. And you know what? I would say like the first two nights that we sat down to play this game having a blast we were loving it and we're yeah. like should we play play yeah. again we wanted to and then towards the end we're like okay we are ready to be done with this there's game. And, it, and i guess this is a good time to talk about we're in gameplay right so in addition to the medallions there are a bevy of other collectibles in this game every level has fossils the more fossils you get if you complete a land of fossils you get a medallion from the guy the archaeologist right. who has his floating exhibition and then not only that he has a mini game where you get a medallion, dig for treasure. Okay. You just get a lot of treasure. And then there's there's a flying mini game that is so bland and boring, I almost forgot to talk about it. 
I thought I didn't even think we would would, you know? The flying mission in this. So it's like a very, it's like, imagine the the spiral levels where you fly. Yeah. But if, or they monkey were, if, ball. if it was just like a straight line and it was visually boring and right. it, it was just nothing. It's very clear where they put their time and yeah. energy into it within the game. So again, and as you like, we just yeah, need as you discover level. more of the game, you discover the side content. That's just so habdashered. I don't even know what that means. Oh Habdashery. It's just it gets to be a little wearing. That being said, I had fun playing this game. Yeah. When I beat the game, I was, there was part of me that was like, am I going to complete it? And, but then I went and tried a 100-coin level in Magma World, not. You're not gonna and I kept getting Koi. hit, and I kept losing coins. You're not going to complete it. So I'm like, Koi. nope, I'll probably never play this game again. Yep. Uh, that being said, I'm willing to go a 3 out of 5 on the gameplay. I think I will... Maybe uh, even 3.5. I was going to say I'm going to say 4, because I think this is a good time to bring up the price point of the game. Yeah, that's fair. So, this game is nineteen ninety nine, uh, new on the eShop. It goes on sale, I think, quite a bit. I got. I don't even know how I got this game. It just kind of appeared in my collection one day. I, Amazed. <laughs> maybe a bundle or something. So maybe I don't know how I how I got it. But, but. I think, considering the price point, it's yeah. a twenty dollar game. The amount of gameplay you can get out of it, especially if you want to yeah. complete the game, is that's fair. Incredible. That's fair. All things considered. So I feel like the gameplay itself, and it's a fun game to play. Yeah. I, can I can I bring in like pick up and play? Yeah. Because, Are we going four for gameplay? Yeah. Let's do four for game. Honestly, because I let's think do it. it is fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's a fun game. It's it's insane. Some of the moments are like laugh out loud worthy, but it's still fun to play. And then if we go to pick up and play in that terms, like the little the world you live in at the beginning when you start, where you learn the mechanics of the game, I, were very easy to pick up. Yeah. I was it was able to get the idea of the controllers very quickly, and it immediately I was. I was I thought it was very fun to play. Do you know what I mean? I immediately yeah. enjoyed playing it. It's approachable. Very yep. That's and a that, good way. And part to of it's it. the visuals, part of it's the gameplay. It's very uh the first like we said, the first portion of this game is pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It's not too threatening. There's no enemies in the first stage. No. It's very charming. Yeah. That that we kept coming back to. Yeah. Charming. So pick up and play, what are you thinking? I think pick up and play gets a five because it was super easy okay. to learn. I can go with that. I mean, these games are designed for new players and children, and so yeah. it makes sense. And I am both a new player and a child. That brings us to two very interesting categories as we round out the discussion about Poi Explorers <laughs> Edition. First up, graphics and art design. So one of these things is great. The other thing is what it is. The art design in this game is pretty fun. It's, it is so... Like, I feel like they sat down with some kids and they were yeah. like, so if there's a desert world, what's in that desert yeah. world? And the kids are like, cactus people and a train, snakes, <laughs> snakes and a crane and magnets. <laughs> and then yeah. they were like, if there's a it's dinosaur great. world, what's there? And they're like, dinos, lava, trains, yeah. <laughs> scaffolding and magnets. Yeah. It's the art it's like you're jumping into a kid's cartoon it is it's it's beautifully charming and just like made me now, happy the graphics they are what they are yeah i'm not gonna rip apart the graphics no. of a game two people made it that two people made that's a giant planet spanning adventure oh yeah graphics are great all right yep we're gonna it hey. looks blocky it has some ps2 looking character models yeah 
it's a cutesy kids platforming game. I'm not going to rip apart the graphics because it's not. It look, doesn't look like yeah. a triple A game. And all it, right? it does it, what it does. Kids are going to. It's a 3D world. It. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it looks very much like a world. A kid helped create this world. And I think it's sweet. Yeah, we were t- just laughing about the character designs in the game. You oh know, the God. bucket hats that wear different hats on top of their buckets. Oh, so and you good. find out the reason that they wear the buckets on their head is because they're so ugly. The, they, <laughs> they were bullied they're into, like wearing, bullied into the wearing buckets. buckets. Oh, I forgot about that. That's yeah. so... A little bit of little lore that yeah. you learn about the world of poison. There's like slime monsters and like sometimes oh. they like transform colors based on what world they're in. Oh, it's And then so when they good. get in the lava world, they get lit on fire and then there's fire slime monsters oh, coming at you. so good. It's great. It's very aggressive. <laughs> so are we, are we going to say four out of five for the graphics and art design? Yeah. Right, that's you know fair. what? Especially for what That it feels is. more than fair, I'll say. Honestly, I, I think it is a little kind. Three. It's pretty kind of us, but let's leave it there. Yeah, okay. Because... Again, I want to go back to this was made by two people. Yeah. That brings us to music slash voiceover slash sound design. The music is so wild. It is epic. It is epic is almost an understatement because it's not epic in the sense of uh, Halo's music epic where it's really telling a story. I guess it is really telling a story, but you get into that first world. The was it the cozy cavern? The, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What, okay, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like a western, and it is aggressively just. It's like huge orchestrations. Yeah. But they do not chill. They are just epic the whole time. The best way I can think to describe the music in this game is like a children's VHS trailer oh, for like a kids' adventure movie. That is a. And that's just Great the entire soundtrack to the game. Way to it's all like this. very like Tweedledee, like plucky, like mo- movie da, went da, straight. A movie that went straight to TV. Yeah, it's 100%. like the home. It's like if you were to think of a new Homeward Bound sequel. Oh, the music that would be in the trailer yeah. is the music that is in this game. Yeah, I think I described it as like this sounds like a song that my middle school band played. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. The loops are a little short sometimes. If you're really yeah. playing a level for a while, you'll start to really be that yeah. tune will really get under your in your ears. It's yeah. an earworm. And there's a couple tunes that are reused in different worlds. Yeah, which yeah, is there's fine. A few reused but I, tunes. I, I guess I would have liked every world to have a different song theme. That's song. fair. Yeah, but that's picky. a pretty common thing in, in video games, though. But I think for what it is, it's fine. The music's fine. What? How about the voiceover? How about the sound design as a whole? The voiceover. I'm thinking about. The he's they're, and who's and haws your character makes when they jump around. They're pretty funny. The mon- the monster. You can tell that one person went into a recording one afternoon and recorded every single sound. <laughs> and it's, we were talking about the monsters earlier. They go, yeah, the and, monsters. And they'll be like, hi, who, he, ha. It's kind of anime esque as yeah. well. Um, so they're very charming. I mean, let's go back to charming. They're not particularly impressive by any means. <laughs> no. But they're charming. No, this is the entire sound design. This is where the budget of the budget title was zero really comes <laughs> into play. Not to say the music's bad, but just like the sound mixing. Yeah. Some of the sound effects choices were like, yeah. huh, why they why does that make that sound? Yeah. You know, yeah. but nothing is 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 bad enough to make me turn off the game or anything you know at the end of the day it made me giggle and then i'll remember the sound that they make for a long time i'm gonna have playing in my head (laughs) at random intervals i'll probably start making that sound let's be real (laughs) bring it into my everyday life a three out of five i guess Yeah, that's because it could be better yeah but again for what they're working with 
that brings us to a final decision oh. on Poi Explorers Edition and a, its place in the master rankings of the Switchcraft Grand Library. Okay. Well, I think we know where we're placing it. Yeah, it's going to go after Untitled Goose Game. 100%. It's currently going to be in the last position. Yep. Which is like, we knew that playing it, but we're still enjoying it. <laughs> but we've um, also played Tetris Effect and Untitled Goose Game before this. So this is... That's true. I mean, they had... Yeah, it kind of came at an unfair time. Yeah. Um, But I think it's still... it's. But after playing it, it definitely it still deserves to be there. Yeah. Uh, not saying it's not a bad game. Or not a good game, but it's, you know, I think it, of, of those three. Yeah. Um, But overall rating, what are you thinking? Like a... 3.5 or f- I'm thinking 3.5 yeah I think a 3.5 because I think it is a fine game yeah it's a fun little game it is a fun little game if you can get it you know used or if you can get it on sale on the eShop even if you yeah, buy it go for at it. full price 19.99 we probably played 20 hours of this game to beat it and if you went for completion you could easily stretch that to 35 oh, hours so if for not the, more for the money I I do give this game a soft recommend it's- a if soft you, if you see it on sale in the eShop and you're craving a platformer, you've beaten Super Mario Odyssey too many times. You've played through the Super Mario 3D collection too many times. Go for it. Pick up Poi. Give it a play. Beat it if you want to. Support a little company that really wanted wanted to do something yeah. adventurous and very Buy it advantageous. Buy on Steam if you're a Steam user. You know, support support the small users. Yeah. Support the small games. All right. That being said, next week. What are we playing? Oh, my God. We're playing Celeste right now. We are in the middle of playing Celeste. Oh. Luck of the draw. These first few games. Man, poor Celeste. Poor Poi having to be followed by Celeste, man. Yeah. So you're going to want to <laughs> tune in. I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about this game. Yeah. We're still playing it. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. You're going to want to listen to it. Uh, I'm loving this game. Mm. I can't wait to talk about more next week. Mm. But for this week, for Poi Explorers Edition, I've been Zach. I've been Callie. We'll see you next week on Switchcraft. Avida Sane.